Freedom of Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. I would be Bradshaw. <laughs> that would be your Chickasaw native, your Chickasaw Hall of Famer, Oklahoma's favorite son, Mr. Gerald Briscoe. And we got a treat today. He's won all kinds of titles. He should be in all kinds of Hall of Fames. The best thing is he's one of the best guys in the history of this business. He's a guy I love. Mr. Briscoe loves. I've never heard a bad word said about him because he really is that good of a guy. He is Mr. Henry Godwin. Henry, welcome to the show. Sui. Damn. You- <laughs> wow. We've had some fun together, hadn't we? Yeah, you guys, you really do love me, don't you? I do love you. I always have. See <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> Oh, man, you took care of me overseas so many times over there. I can't count the times that you, you, uh, you, I was yeah, you, you kept me, you probably kept me from going to jail one time when I was trying to steal the damn tour bus. I didn't well, like JBL. I, did. I was telling somebody that story last night real quick. Cause I wanted to talk about it sometime today. Yeah. We were having a great, that picture is still, yeah. did you get one of those pictures? Of all oh, of the ride, the oh. ride that's, that's probably the most downloaded professional wrestling picture of all time. John, yeah. one more round about yeah. the and bus. You know what I hate was I was on that tour and I somehow missed the picture. I was on the tour, yeah. I was there with you guys every night, and somehow I missed the picture. That's the one thing, yeah. I, my biggest regret. I know, I knew you were there. Yep, I was there. What, what, what did you take the early bus or how did you miss that? How I don't know how it? I missed the picture because I was with you guys every night and somehow I missed that yeah. picture. That's the one thing I really regret yeah. in life was yeah. not being in that picture. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we fix you in there somehow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, let's go shopping, shopping in there. <laughs> but I remember yeah, what, Jerry a time, what a time we Jerry hollering at that bus driver turn this fucking bus around. Take us to that bar. <laughs> Hell, I was early. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> guy wanted to drink, man. Jerry, you're the agent. Have... You're not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Henry, Henry, let, let's talk a little bit about, about, about your career, man. Wait you a minute. Let's talk a... about this bus ride. Oh, we're going to get to that, man. We got a whole hour to talk about a bus ride. I want to talk about Henry Godwin that we don't know, man. You know, the, the, the Henry Godwin that came up in those hills of, uh, not Arkansas, but from uh, West by God, Virginia. And what a beautiful looking day it is in the background there. Man, you got your wind chimes there. You got there's everything Appalachia. set up. That's the Appalachian. There, there's, a, there's Appalachian. There's your old pick em up truck there. So, man, yeah. you're all set. Where's your hogs at? They are up at the Finney. top of the hill there. Finney, you got Phineas up there uh, slopping them, huh? Well, we're going to start breeding next month, so I'm going to see if he'll come up and help me out. <laughs> well, we won't get into that, too. <laughs> I, tell you, I, told, I told Phineas last time I saw you guys, because, you know, Phineas is, leans a little bit different politically than the rest of the BSK. And I wow, told him, it's falling you know, down. <laughs> I said, you know, you're like the rescue pet of the BSK. <laughs> yeah. I call him Linda Liberal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Karen. Well, tell us a little bit. You know, when you're you when you're young, yeah, you're a young guy when you were coming up in those hills there. What what kind of struck you towards professional wrestling? What 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 was your go? Tell us a little bit about your athletic background when you're in high school. I understand you're Elva. An athlete, you you produced two boys too that were were uh, Division One quality uh, football players and athletes. So tell us a little bit about your background coming up and what turned you into a god. 
Um, God, actually my grandfather, when I was about four or five years old, got me on wrestling out of Oak Hill, West Virginia, uh, Madrid and the Wright and, oh God, I can't remember who all was the Wright brothers and there were all kinds of guys around there, but that was a big, he was a big part of me loving wrestling. And then, uh, just growing up and, uh, I started wrestling in high school. But uh, now early, I, I started. I played football when I was six. Started baseball when I was eight. Pitched nine years. Uh, we won the uh, championship there in Arlington County, Virginia. That's where I was living at when I was young. And then we moved back home to West Virginia. But uh, yeah, played baseball, football, all the way through up to high school and. Uh, of course, had uh, some offers to go to WVU and Virginia Tech, and I was really tired of school, so uh, I turned them <laughs> down. And, uh, I'm being honest. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm the same way. I, I yeah. dropped out of school uh, the last day of football season. <laughs> so I, oh. I, I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> if, if I could have went and just played football, I would have went. <laughs> How big were you in high school? Um, uh, my sophomore year up in, in Wakefield high school in Arlington, Virginia, I was six, five, two eighty two. my sophomore. And I, and, I, and that's when I was started wrestling my freshman year, but a, a junior broke my thumb. So I was in a cast that year, but, uh, my 10th and 11th grade se uh, season, I, I played football and then had two days off and went right into wrestling practice and hell them rooms back then you'd lose i lost 12 pounds in three days wow. but i had still wrestled unlimited i was like 270 265 somewhere around there you were in Ar 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 you were in arlington virginia is that that same place where that movie was made uh you know with those high school football players what was it done you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah T.C. Williams. Yeah, T.C. Williams. Was that cool? did, you, did you compete we played, against those we, guys? We used to play T.C. Williams. They usually whipped our ass, but <laughs> big school, that big 5A schools up there. And then uh, my junior year, uh, we moved back home to West Virginia, so I left, uh, you know, where I grew up and all my friends and moved to West Virginia and went here my senior year, which I'm like 45 minutes from Virginia Tech, and they were been recruiting me since I was in 10th grade so I went over there and went me and my mom and dad went on some recruiting trips and then ended up not going anywhere but uh yeah I love love the hills and uh really enjoy it down here you what mentioned right you mentioned wrestling did you wrestle much in high school or was that just a passing yeah, I, thing uh my sophomore here in Washington placed 11th in the state of Virginia my junior year and uh made it to the regionals and got beat two to one in the regionals so uh moved to West Virginia well down here I come from a 25 over 2500 students to 970 <laughs> and uh so it was a big a big shock they never even heard of wrestling they didn't know wrestling was in high school down here but, uh, you know, we, we went to the single A championship that year and I was, uh, all state offensive lineman. I went both ways. I had honorable mentions on defense playing right tackle on defense and 
we got beat up at uh, Charleston at Laidley Field uh, by Sistersville. So uh, that was the end of my talk. What's your bench press in high school? About 500 pounds? No. (laughs) (laughs) About 340, 350 was my best in high school. I didn't get strong until I got to WWE. I, you remember the time I, I I I saw you trying to use uh, Sheik's clubs at the garden one time. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. About killed myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I remember, I, I I went in there and I told Taker, I said Henry Godwin, who bench presses about one thousand pounds, just tried to use Sheik's clubs and had a tough time with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when I realized how hard they were. It's an art. Yeah. Technique. Yeah, yeah sure that's is. right. I saw I saw you snuck you snuck off in there where nobody could see you and you were uh, <laughs> you were trying to drive the clubs trying that shit so I yeah. wouldn't embarrass. That's that's <laughs> right. That's exactly what I would have done. Yo, it, yeah. it, it, it was it was so much fun watching guys come in. You know, big strong guys that we have in our locker room come in and see those clubs over there, and everybody had to pick them up. You just had everybody to. Tried them. Yeah, you had yeah. to. I don't know what it was. It was a magnetic attraction to them. But to see yeah. the guys knocking themselves out, splitting their heads open, you know, yeah. and busting their shoulders up, man, those they're like you said, it's an art to it. And that yeah. chic, man, he could he could throw those things like a baton. Yeah, it's crazy. Henry, you know, Sheik always thought my name was two names, Brad Shaw. So, uh-huh. he, so he always called me Brad. Oh, Brad, you're such a fine boy. <laughs> Tell us about when he met your dad. He met my dad. My dad flew my dad, mom and dad down to South Africa so they could go on a, like a safari and stuff when we were down there. And uh, Sheik meets my dad. I said, Dad, meet the Iron Sheik. He's a former bodyguard of the Shah of Iran, was in the Olympics. My dad said, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Sheik. And the Sheik says, Mr. Shaw, your boy Brad is such a fine young man. And he walked <laughs> off. My dad, dad had no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Called my dad Mr. Shaw. Mr. Shaw. <laughs> so Henry, tell us, you got out, you got out of school, you know, you you you're you're a football player, you're a big dude and everything. You'd watched wrestling and, and uh and everything. What what where where did you get the inspiration and the spark to go ahead and say, Man, this, I want to try this? Well, I was uh we were farming here in West Virginia, me and my dad, and uh then I got on at the hospital and uh up in Princeton, West Virginia, which is by Bluefield. I know you guys probably wrestled at Bluefield Auditorium. It's right down the road from Beckley. So, uh, BS started, uh, actually met George South, an Italian stallion. Now, Italian stallion. Who was, who was, who was that version of Italian stallion? His name was Gary Sabal, and they called him Italian stallion. He was in WCW, uh, I think he won the Intercontinental Champion long time ago down there. But uh, and you, I'm sure you know George South. I know George. George great. We need to have George on here, John. Yeah, yeah. You, he's. I was just with him. Well, he was there when I seen you in Charlotte, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. But that's who. Uh, that's who trained me. I met them one day and uh, went to a little high school here in my county, and actually, it's tore down now. But uh, that's where it was my first time in the ring. And uh, they started taking me to TV and WCW. And uh, Dusty was there running it. And then Cowboy Bill Watts come in. This is 90. 
91, end of 91, uh, I had a match just going down there being an extra, you know, and had a match with Eric Watts, his first, I think his first TV match there at center stage in Atlanta. And uh, Dusty had come up to me afterwards and said, hey, would you, can you go work Eric for a week on the road? And I said, yeah, when? He goes, well, we need you to leave tonight. So I, we had drove down that day. I had just what I had on in my gear and my bag. So Arn, I, you know, I'd met Arn, but, you know, never really talked to him. He, he let me ride with him that night to the show. And uh, he was giving me clothes. George South was trying to find me some clothes. Stallion gave me some of his Zubas. Uh, <laughs> on the road and... Uh, Wrestled Eric. Those, those, those Zubas were the clothing of the road back in those days, man. Oh, that was it, man. Yeah, everybody had their stack of Zubas in their bag, you know. Yeah, I mean, spring, winter, fall. It didn't matter. Freeze grass. <laughs> <all didn't> matter. <laughs> those were the, in, in looking back, those were the ugliest pants ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had. I had tell, tell the truth, John. You still wear yours too, don't you? Of course I do. <laughs> and Henry? I ought to have my ass whipped for some of the colors I had on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. Me, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had probably 10 pair of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were so easy to pack because you can just wad them up and throw them in anything. Roll them up like a damn little towel. <laughs> so, Andrew, you, you, didn't, you never really worked independence or anything, right? You just kind of went straight to WCW? Well, I worked two years under George and style, just running independence, man. We used to do the say no to drug shows and we'd go to these uh, junior highs and high schools and that was their thing. And it worked. I mean, I even helped book some of the schools and uh, we sometimes we'd run two a day. I worked 16 times in four days. Wow. We run eight schools. I would wrestle as Russian assassin and then I would come out as mean Mark. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good learning experience. I'm glad I did it that way instead of going to a school. Like, you know, I'm not putting the schools down, but, you know, I had to pay to go and I learned and I set the ring up every damn time and tore it down and drove the ring truck. And so I feel I learned the old school way and respected people. And, uh, just WCW was a, a good stepping stone, but I didn't feel real comfortable till i got me and tex had too much fun there <laughs> and, and arn said you guys are too good at getting other people over arn used to you know we were close with arn and barry windham and uh so they were a big help and then but when we went when i went to wwe it just seemed like it was fresh and had more of an opportunity and you know got to talk to fans and i mean we met turner a couple times but uh just be able you, as you're as you're coming up in the business, you gotta have friends like Aaron Anderson and, and Barry Wyndham, who's been on the road as veterans and they, they see young, talented young guys. I know that the same thing happened to me and John both. You know, you, you see these guys and you, you know, you as you when you're young, you're trying to give too much and you you want to just have a good match. And you're really yeah. not thinking about yourself when you're starting out. You you're thinking about getting the match over, which it should be. And yeah. it, it, it takes some of those old timers to just come up and tap you on the shoulder. 
hey kid, you got some talent. You're giving too much. You know, being a little selfish out there. Yeah. It's good to have guys like Arn. I'm sure Arn was on your ass all the time because he, oh, he's yeah. a he's a he's a great coach. Yeah, and we used to go out with Arn. So, you know, when I well back to you know the first week when Dusty said, "Can you go on the road?" I was scared shitless, to be honest, because I rode with Arn the first night, and then I got in the car with Harley Race driving, oh, <laughs> driving. Hercules Hernandez in the front seat, and then me and Barbarian in the back seat. Holy uh, cow! Here I am what a crew! Thrown into this shit. I mean, there's a hundred years of, uh, you know, business right here. I'm riding with, and Harley, first night he goes, hit. When you hear this can crush, I want to hear. He wants yeah. to hear another can open and yeah. just going down the road. I mean, it was a great time. And uh, what was Harley but driving? Harley of driving. Of course he was, man. <laughs> he wouldn't let anybody else drive. You know what's funny is is nowadays you tell people that story. They go, Wait a minute, he was driving and you're handing him beer after beer. Yeah, that's what yeah. you did. <laughs> I didn't want my ass kicked. Over. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> But yeah, what, Harley, what a car! Harley, You're in the back with Barbarian, and you got Hercules and Harley in front. Yeah, so so get this: uh, I room with Barbarian that night. First, they take me out when we get to the next town, and I'm just they they wipe me out. Barbarian's helping me to the room. I mean, I'm green. I'm just fresh into this, and uh, so I room with Barbarian, and he dips Copenhagen at the time. So wake up the next morning, I get up and there's this big red splotch of stuff on his pillow. And I'm thinking he's dead. I had something happen to him and I nudge him and nudge him again. And he had all his dip had come out on his pillow. But that happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then after that, uh, they brought Tex up. Uh, I think he was doing Memphis stuff. So you, you and Tex were just thrown together just randomly, or did you guys know each other? Or what? Tell, tell us, trying to fill us in on that. We had never met, and we met at, uh, oh, it's in Georgia. I'm trying to think. It was doing a TV in, in Georgia, and he had a dark match, and I think I had a dark match, and they put us together that night. And we went to the dungeon, the Ramada we used to stay at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, me and him roomed together there for six weeks or no, six months after we started, we, we just rented a room out of there. And then we all moved out uh, to Marietta. All the boys moved out there. Kevin lived there and uh, Max Payne and Barry and uh, Mike Graham. So there was a bunch of us. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good time. It was a good learning experience, but, Man, it just it changed with WWE. It just and and when I when we got let go there, uh, Kevin Nash and Harley Race called the office, called Vince's office, and spoke for me. So, you know, I always thank them for that, and I I thank Kevin for that just about a year ago. That's so, cool. Yeah, so that was a. I've always had good people in my corner, and I. And George South, when I first started, you know, scared shitless, I, he said, just go, listen, be humble, uh, and just listen. Stay focused. And that's what I did, and it seemed to work. <laughs> so, 
so I read online, but it's got to be true because it's online that uh, uh, Dusty put a put a hood on you because you were too good looking. That's it, he said. Now, now is that a truthful story or not? It's uh, online, John. Where it's got to be true. Where to God on my kids? Dusty said, "You got the baby face. You're too good looking." Texas, <laughs> That's great. Texas, enough. <laughs> That's great. And how many beers did Dusty had at that time? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did, so, did, you're, so you're you're so handsome they got to put a mask on you yeah and then uh we did that for about a year and a half and then uh at center stage one night johnny b bad tore my mask off you know what's funny yeah. about that is like when you rip a mask off and nobody knows yet without the mask people like cheer and they go oh, who is it yeah you see, you see it all the time you know it's and i watched that about a year ago we covered my head up and we run to the back <laughs> <laughs> did, did you did you hate wearing a mask or did you not mind it i actually liked it because i felt it made me feel like a, a hotel i could be a totally different person like you know people ain't gonna know me so screw it i i do what i want Plus, it was the it was the mouth, you know. It had the open mouth. It was the chin, so you could breathe. I know I've heard a lot of horror stories about them ones that covered your mouth. It's hard to breathe, but uh, I got the one that was open, and it was pretty damn comfortable. So then, when when WWE, when Kevin and those guys call for you, which is really cool, WWE, what did what was the pitch when he came up there to WWE? And and you were without Tex when you first came up, right? Yeah, I was without Texie. Uh, um, yeah, after they called up there for me, uh, the office called and I. They said, "Hey, we want to fly you up so you can talk with Vance and JJ, JJ Dillon." Yeah. So I go up there, and there's that little kayfabe office sorta that Vince has. It's like in the back, and you can't really. So we go in there and just talk for like three and a half hours you know just just like we're doing he's asking me you guys are and and get and seems like he wants to get to know me before we start talking business and stuff so i, I like that and i felt comfortable it was just me him and jj and uh he asked me what i did and i said well i worked at a hospital and uh on the psych floor and i farm and he says, hmm, what are you doing on the farm? What kind of animals you got? Because he's a ridge runner anyway. He's from he's from the south. Yeah. <laughs> he won't admit it. He won't admit it, but he is from the south. That's right. When I he, used to love giving him a grief about that too, man. All the time. He, he, he'd, he'd, start, he'd start bullshit. And I said, Vince, wait a minute. You lived there all, most of your life. <laughs> he went to East Carolina University, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You, he yeah. did. He did. My wife and 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 Linda and Vince were in the same classes together. At, yeah, I did, yeah, at ECU. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's been a year there at ECU too. Wow. And yes, did, she, we, did she know Vince at the time? No, they didn't have a clue who they were. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, what did Vince pitch you originally? So, uh, he asked me, you know, what kind of farm? You know, where's it at? Uh, what do you, what kind of animals you got? And I said, well, we got cows and uh, we had chickens and hogs. And he goes, ah, what'd you do with the hogs? I said, well, we, uh, they're for text. We get text to do that. 
<laughs> I said, we slop them, fatten them up, and uh, eat well, or they go to the market, and we castrate the, the males. And he says, ah, the slop. I said, yeah, we, we keep, everybody down here has hogs, keeps a slop bucket right outside the front, the back door, you know. And uh, so that, we just started, uh, he says, what do you wear? I said, well, everybody wears overalls or <laughs> clothes. And so he took it from there and man, it, he just started, it's like a light bulb went off, just bing, 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 bing. So everything just sort of fell together and they drew it up and sent, I, I got that uh, thing they WWE drew up of the the first Henry Godwin. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then text come up a year later. Uh, okay. You let back up just one, 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 one wrong here. Okay. So they drew up the Godwin. Did, did you get a name right away? Henry Godwin or how did, how did the name come in? Cause it's yeah. not, not well, a common name. <laughs> no. H O G. And we come up with it that day. And matter of fact, somebody in his family, I don't know if it's his granddad or an uncle or great granddad, but his name was Orpheus. So Vince said, your name is going to be Henry Orpheus Godwin. And he wanted the HF. <laughs> so technically I am connected to the McMahons. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's such a great name. <laughs> yeah. So we finally come up with Phineas. When he come up, they wanted pig. So they come up with Phineas, P-H. Uh, and the I, I always called him Ike, Phineas Ike Godwin. But it, so here recently he said, I'm changing my name. It's Phineas Indica Godwin. Indica. <laughs> did they ever give, did they ever give a text or a name, a middle name, or they just called him, they just put I? No, we just, I was, we and Hillbilly was just calling him Ike. They never really, I don't think they ever really give him a name. When when did you have the when did you have the uh, hog match with uh, Triple H? Was that that was before Tex, right? Yeah, that was a little before Tex, I, and and that's when me and Hillbilly sort of, you know, got together because he was a special guest referee. I got to help put that match together, if you remember. I thought it was yeah. a great match. Uh, it was all. Hey, we were up for the Slammies for top match of the year. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. The whole the whole concept, everything. I thought the match was just fantastic. Yeah. And me going over in that hog shit, hitting the hogs, and it was, it was good. my one of my favorite matches. John, I gotta tell you something. I gotta get this out, man. What a nice guy Henry was. I mean, you know how I am with, with puking and vomiting and stuff like that. Everybody, you know, around that slop, man, I would get I just they were begging Henry to throw the slop on there, throw me in the slop, because I was managing the match that night. And uh, the guy that been the nice guy, he he refused to. Uh, no, I like Mister Bush. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mess with him. <laughs> I always thank you for that, man. You saved me. I don't know how many times you saved me from slopping, man. <laughs> crossing the line to slop you. <laughs> you remember the time they had a pudding match and Kerwin wore like a white suit and he's standing by it? Remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah oh my God. I got chewed out like crazy because they thought I was instigating it. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, I don't know if you're there. Kerwin, Kerwin was wearing a, a white suit 
they got something like a pudding match or something, right, Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Purple pudding. Or, or, yeah. Jello, and, jello, and, jello or something like that. And Kerwin is standing right by the edge of it. We're going like, this is just too tempting. Sure enough, yeah. comes along. I don't I don't know if I was there or not. You're probably, you're probably there when we're having those type of matches. I mean, <laughs> you know, we had a lot of animals back then. We had snakes, we had dogs, we had hogs, we had all kinds of things back then. Goats. We brought goats to the ring one night. I don't know if Jerry remembers this, but it was a TV taping, and the damn goat was shitting in the ring. Yeah. And, hard and I kicked it out with my boot, and it smeared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's a TV too, so it was it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, go back to that slot match. You know, you were in there with Triple H, man. You know what a talent he was. You know, from his character to 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 just to that type of match, and just and like you said, man, that was one of the top matches of the year, considered by everybody to be one of the top matches of the year. So you guys really picked up the work and a gimmick match that was had all 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 destinations to fail, but you guys made that thing work. Yeah, and uh, I know you guys had certain stuff you wanted done, but Vince said, you know, you guys go out there and talk about it, come up with what you want to do. So I was pretty impressed. We were both, you know, still learning the ropes. We had been in WCW together and got uh, released at the same time. So me, him, and Tex, you know, got released at the same time in WCW, and then me and Hunter went on up, and then that's when we started our little shindig. And – uh yeah, that was an awesome match. I had great chemistry. Even Kevin and even Razor would talk about, damn, because we were on a tour. I mean, we were married for six months, and he got slopped every night. <laughs> I do got to take my hat off to him for doing that because we used to have to uh, wash our shit out and hang it up in the room. And then he got smart, I think, and got a couple different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was a – yeah, we had good chemistry together. and. uh I really enjoyed that match. You know, styles make fights. It's just the perfect style. You got this big, tough country boy and this aristocrat. I mean, it's just the style's perfect. The, the way yeah. they match. And yeah, Hunter, was... did it, Hunter did it so well. You know, he saw oh, yeah. the, the big, tough guy. You know, he, he was so good at what he did. Yeah, he would he would smell me from across the room and put his big nose up in the air and catch it. <laughs> <laughs> So then what was the re the obviously the reason to put you together, but to bring a uh, Tex in? Well, I'd been trying to, uh, you know, I'd talked to the office about Tex and uh, wanted him up there, but he had some stuff he had to work out. And uh, then finally got him up there. He got a dark match and shit. The rest was history. We picked up, you know, right where we left off. We've been together since 91. The end of when, when, when he when he came up, there was the intention to, to team you guys up, or did he? Did he just oh yeah, up? yeah. They wanted uh, they wanted my cousin to come up, and it was his name was going to be Phineas, and uh, so it was a uh, it worked. It you know yeah, me sure and, did. Yeah, me and him, thirty plus years have never had a crossword, so I guess we're one percenters. That's what a lot of people call us. <laughs> And then was Hillbilly, how how long was Hillbilly with you? Did he start after the uh, hog pen match? He started, yeah, and then after 
we had the thing, they turned us heel and then, you know, I broke my neck and all that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, and Phineas, he, he picked up right where he left off in WCW. So it was, it was a good thing for us to get together and they wanted, uh, they were working on the tag teams then. So I guess it, it fit. You know, we told the story before we came on air about the time they asked me and you to do a double clothesline. I'd just come in, you had these two big guys, and all they wanted to do, all they cared about was us hitting each other with a clothesline at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and we almost killed each other. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you asked me before, he goes, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to throw my feet out. And he goes, well, I am too. And we hit each other so freaking hard. Yeah. The monitor was sold out. Concrete. I remember landing and thinking, I hope I never have that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it right the first time, so we didn't have to do it again. That's right. We did. <laughs> they thought, you know, there's going to be a homicide if they do it again, especially if anybody <laughs> gets caught in the middle. <laughs> we had a lot of so, fun. Me, me and uh, Barry worked with you guys a bunch, and uh, we worked with you later as well. We had, we had a lot of fun. We worked the uh, whole Me and Tex were talking about uh, the night in the hotel when we – Jumped y'all and tore the room apart. It was in the Howard that. Johnson in Boston. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't hear that story. I didn't hear that story. Until, until uh, let, let let JBL tell that story. He tells it good. Oh, yeah. I, I wake up and our room is trashed. I mean, trash. We're at that Howard Johnson. You know, they just give us a wow. rate, you know, they're, uh, they're right by the airport. You know, like yeah. 19 or 29 <laughs> bucks or something. And I wake up and the room is destroyed. And me and Wendell were all beat up, and and Barry and I were we had a few drinks. We yeah. couldn't remember what a happened. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't remember what happened. We were like, "What? What in the world happened?" The only one that remembered it was Road Dog. So with wow. the Godwins, yeah, 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 yeah. Get that? That's how bad it was. So <laughs> the Godwins break into our windows and jump us while we're in bed. <laughs> we're 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 we're. <laughs> We're, we're just laying in bed. I had lots of sleep. All of a sudden, we got Godwin's on top of us. And it turns into a Pier 6 brawl in our hotel room. And the whole room is absolutely destroyed the next morning. Yeah. wake up like, oh, my God. What in the world <laughs> happened to here? <laughs> and you know where you were? That, that That's one of the sketchiest hotels I think I've ever been in. in my yeah, life. that's why they were able to break in the window because there weren't yeah. locks on nothing. Yeah. So they came in, they came in and snuck in the window. Climb, those two big guys climbed yeah. through our window wow. and yeah. jumped us while we were in bed. What a sight that had been. <laughs> you're, you're a businessman walking down the aisleway and all of a sudden you see these big, two big hillbillies jumping in a window. What's going <laughs> hey, on? Jerry. But hey, it Jerry. was normal. It was normal for Howard Johnson's man. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, you know, we are from the south in the country and our pigs are stump broke. Who knows what <laughs> happened that night? Yeah, <laughs> especially right. with a Texas boy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that was it was so funny. And we woke up, we literally couldn't figure it out. Road Dog had to tell us, "You guys don't remember?" I go, "No." They go, "The Godwins broke into your room last night and jumped you guys." And I'm was amazed that Road Dog could remember that. That's right. Road Dog was the one that remembered it all. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 God, the, the, hey, the Godwins were notorious that, that you oh, had okay. to lock your windows you had to lock the doors you had to be very careful 
Hey, that table we, for three, we talked about jump and taker that night in Florida. Yeah, we, we had we had uh, Phineas Omidian on not long ago, and he told that story. Tell your version of it. Well, we had, uh, had the show that night and uh, went out to eat, and went, I think we had a few drinks, of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we get back. It's it's probably one o'clock. We get back to the hotel. Uh, we get in our room. Taker opens his door to go into his room, and we just cracked our door open and bum rushed him, had him in between the beds. <laughs> and I had done. He's riding me, and uh, because I had done something to my ankle that night, <laughs> he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." So, uh, but we jumped him pretty good, tore his room up. We we thought we were okay, and we got back and was walking in our room, and here he come. I mean, he was hit. The lamps turned over. He had a coffee pot and a hair dryer. I mean, it was getting crazy. He beat the shit out of us. <laughs> <laughs> and we were allowed to go back to that hotel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and we're we're going to see. Uh, I talked to Mark about a month ago he you know he does those one-man shows so we're going to pittsburgh november 11th he said be you know be prepared to have a couple cocktails <laughs> so i started sweating as soon as he said that we 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 had such a good time at taker's reunion down in orlando you know when they were for the covid they that, weren't doing the crowd oh we had that, we had a good, that was awesome that was we so had such fun. a good time yeah, that was that was a great time. Hey, you know one of the funny parts, Henry, was when I was I I was in the ring first, or one of the ones in the first, and I'm watching everybody else, and they're having the same problem I have. They're trying to climb up the stairs off camera, so in case they fall, nobody catches Screw them. That. <laughs> Screw that. I stand under the ropes. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, they cut away from me sliding under the ropes, and then when after I stood up, they panned back on me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting to the stairs. I'm going, oh no, the camera's on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's there's, why I, there's, there's nothing more insulting than watching the old roster try to get into a ring. That's not an easy feat, you know. I I, I go around sometimes. I, I I second my son West, and they they want me to get in the ring. I tell them, no, I can't get in the ring. I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll get on the top step or the bottom step and just wave to everybody, but I cannot get in that ring. I did. I I, I tried and I. It takes me ten minutes to get in the damn ring. Yeah, hey, I I would if they ask me to do something again, I'll slide again. I ain't. <laughs> hey, do you remember the time? I just think because Howard Finkel one time failed during WrestleMania, and they had to they had to like get a crew out to get him out of the ring. They got him off camera, got him out of the ring. Remember the time where I think it was San, it's California, like San Jose. And Howard used to do that. Welcome to the jungle. He'd do those Hindu squats. And then he come bursting out of the curtain, you know, to the crowd and all that. Oh stuff. yeah. Owen Hart had put a piece of tape ankle high, oh, yeah, <laughs> right outside of Gorilla, and Howard bust out to this one of the first sold out arenas we had had in forever. And he hits that tape, and with all those spotlights on him, falls flat on his face. Oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like an Owen and Davy thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lanza comes in there and he goes, All right, whoever did it, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> he was awesome, wasn't he? Oh my god, he was great. Yeah. 
He'd want to hear all the good juicy stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to hear all about it. Tell me about it later. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I remember one I remember one time we're in Kentucky somewhere, Louisville, and uh uh some guys had gone out with Godfather and had <laughs> had missed like the noon show the next day. And so they they come in like several like half hour, hour late. Jack meets them at the at the locker room and they say, Oh, Jack, I'm sorry, I, my, my the valet stole my car. <laughs> and they're trying to make up this story, and Jack knows knows they went out with Godfather. And so he's sitting uh, yeah. there, he's serious. All right. That was Brian Lee. That was Brian Lee. That's right. It was Brian Lee, fake taker. That's right. Yeah, he, it was. That's right. And he goes, all right, you're fined like $500. You're not yeah. working. Go to the night show. Get out of here. <laughs> Godfather comes in, Jerry, like 20 minutes later. Same, we, we, know, we know they're out together. Godfather yeah. walks in. He goes, Jack, I'm sorry. I got messed up. Just woke up. Jack looks at him and goes, I want to hear all about it. You're on after intermission. <laughs> and that was it. That's that. Yeah, be honest with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was Brian Lee. They, they were all bragging about, we're going to go out with Godfather. We're going to go out with Godfather. I said, guys, that's really not a good idea. That's. Yeah, you know, that's one of the worst things you can do when you got a morning show the next day is go out with Godfather. Or go out with any of you crazy guys during that oh, time. Yeah. What, what got, a crazy group we had, man. We had an awesome group to go out with. Us. I got one quick one for you. It's an Ahmed Johnson story. Me and Tech <laughs> talking about it a couple months ago. So Ahmed, you know, he, he's all, you know, rah, 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 and not hanging out with anybody. So we're in St. Louis, and he's staying across the hall from us so we asked him to go out and by god he takes our offer we go out and introduce him to jack and the music's blaring and he's pounding and he don't do that so he get we take him back we're we're out two or three hours he destroys his room and if you ever talk to him ask him about it he did like 500 dollars worth of damages to his room, cut his hand or something, and but he says, "I'm never fucking going out with the goblins again." Fuck this! I heard that. <laughs> but it... <laughs> I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and very few of them followed up on it too. Most of them went back out for a part two. <laughs> you have to. Hey. Uh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hold on. Tex is calling in. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, pick him up. Can you put him on speaker? No, I don't think you can. I don't oh, think yeah. I can. You're on the phone, right? No, he can't. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, we, we just messed that one up, John. I just messed it up there. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Been trying well, to get he'll Henry get back. He's been trying we'll to get Henry Govin on here forever, and you just lost him. Yeah, I wanted to get Median on that We've had on to tell his, his story. Man, there is there. <laughs> There, there we go. Are. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thank you again, man. What, did you have to run out in the field and catch him right out in the South 40 or catch him? South 40, yeah. <laughs> hey, here's one, of my, here's one of my, my farm vehicles. All That's right. awesome. How big is your farm? We only got 10 acres. That's uh, great. But so we show show us that tractor again. It's a four-wheeler. 
Well, me on that there like too. Me on this looks like a monkey fucking a football. <laughs> there you go. That's funny, man. That is a, a four winner. Wow. Yeah. So where, where's your hogs? Where's your hogs at? Where's some farm animals? Oh, they're up here. We they're can walk. Here. We can walk and talk. Can we walk? Well, let's walk and talk. Let's see some farm animals, man. Oh, we got a bunch of city folks, a bunch of Texans that don't see farm animals. Going on. Way to go, Jerry. You had walking and talking and LSL signal. <laughs> You've screwed up the whole show. Man, this is too quiet. There we go. I can't believe how blue the sky is there in West West by God. Was it green where you are? No, it's blue, but it's pretty blue too. What you doing, John? So where are you guys at? Where y'all live? I'm in uh where am I? Florida. I'm in God bless Texas. <laughs> hey down taking care of where my you were at? four weeks. What's the, oh, I'm down just south of oh, Dallas. I'm cool. down there uh, help my mom out. I come down about once a month to help my, help my mom. Cool. Yeah, I did that too for my mom, man. That's she's gone now, but God help. I'd do it all over. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I can tell you're a country boy, man. You can walk and talk at the same time, and then do a telephone. Hell yeah. If I had a dip, I'd do all three. <laughs> <laughs> where where did Tom go? I hope we don't get out of range here and get out of the country. Oh, John will blame me for getting you off the internet. Here's the hog lot. All right. That looks like a hog pen we had up in Pennsylvania for the hog match. All you need is an aristocrat yeah. to backdrop yeah. into the <laughs> hog shit. Yeah. <laughs> There they These are. These are my they're, brutes out. They're finished, man. They're finished. <laughs> that's his dates when he comes up. <laughs> uh, that's his bed. That's where that's where he bunks out, right? They they're they're cuter than what he used to date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a hell of a lot better looking than his usual blend. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you tell him that you were talking we to were two important there. people? What's that? What did you tell him you were talking to two important people you couldn't talk to him right now? <laughs> I didn't even answer. It just cut me off. Who did? I think uh, Tom texted him and said, I think Tom texted him and said that we were doing our, our podcast right now. Hey. Henry, good to have you back here. You're back in the house now, too. Good to be back with you. <laughs> good. We're we're just talking about how good you look, man, uh, for for a pig farmer. Yeah, any any time. We're thinking you still need a you still need a mask because you're so good looking. I just carry a stick now. (laughs) Beat them all for the stick, huh? Beat them all, yeah. (laughs) We were hoping we'd see the sunny slot bucket. Well, oh my God, (laughs) I was just getting ready to say we haven't talked about sunny in the slop, and you read my mind. I was there. <laughs> it seemed like Briscoe was there and something in Germany happened with a yeah, something food. I think every I think everybody, everybody uh, contributed to that slop bucket that day. Yeah, I know. And uh, one, one, some way, shape, or form, everybody contributed to that slop bucket. Yeah. 
I don't know which one of you was it, uh, Henry, that one of you came in and go, hey, this is the bucket we're putting on, we're slopping Sonny with. Don't do anything to it. And you left it right in the middle of the locker room. That was me. When we got to TV that day, uh, I think it was Bruce, or Jerry, or Jerry may know, come up to us and said, hey, you guys are going to slop Sonny today. Oh, my God, my eyes lit up. I was so excited. So I went right then to catering. We ate real quick. I made the slop, took it to the locker room, walked in. I said, guys, we're because everybody knew we were slopping. I said, this is the bucket we're slopping something with. Don't mess with it. And I set it down, come back. Well, I just filled it up about halfway. When I come back, it was about that far from the top. <laughs> so all the boys that were dipping and, of course, X-Pac and Razor were involved, so you know it got pretty bad. And uh, that was it, man. Wow. I'm glad I wasn't involved in that one. Cornette did an interview on that, and uh, it was on the, on TV. The, uh, Chris and Tammy, that auto, the autobiography about them. Yeah. And he said there must have been 28 DNAs all over her, that people's <laughs> DNA. <laughs> you know that tour she was on you know i was sitting at the front of the bus with 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 mr briscoe and something happened the day before you know and scott and kevin they didn't have to go on that tour they were going to wcw but they did it you know they they didn't have to be there and right. they were late for the bus or something but nobody cared you know if you're late for the bus we leave late it wasn't that big a deal guys didn't yeah. care sunny had gone to george Steele in front of everybody and said, Hey, I missed my tanning. I missed my gym because those guys were out late and they'd been drinking and they were late for the bus. So I'm sitting there and I look at Jerry and I go, this isn't going to end well. No, this is, this is a disaster waiting to happen. You knew it was coming. You you knew all along it was coming. Yeah, for sure. And then sure enough, there was (laughs) extra inner, catering (laughs) (laughs) you think that was probably the worst bucket or can you can you think of any other buckets that a slop that that could pop that one no other buckets got tampered with (laughs) no (laughs) you got hey you guys did get pat you guys did get pat one time when pat didn't know about it right like on shotgun saturday nighters i thought i think it was I don't. We may have. I, I know think, we yeah, got because Kim, I know we got it was, it was a normal. Is a normal slot bucket. It wasn't anything in it. But the, the, I think Vince or whoever it was said, "Don't tell Pat." And at the end of the, at the end of Shotgun Saturday Night, you guys <laughs> slop. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, and Pat Sid, being Pat got... took took it incredibly well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did Did you uh, hit the road any with uh, with uh, the bulldogs when they had their their dogs or their animals i i think it was done they were done when we started they were done there. Yeah. okay i thought yeah. i read somewhere where you had a story on on uh, british bulldog and, and one of the dogs. oh god i don't know huh it don't matter we got too many of me so to, to take it back, where where you and I were one night, we we've had a little, we had one of those road trips, 
and we were back in the bus as usual. We got to the hotel and it was a little early in the evening. I'm not wanting to, to give up the night yet. And I'm, I'm begging you, uh, trying to steal the bus. Henry, get the bus. Tell us that story. Oh my God. That was, I can't remember if that was the end or the middle of that tour, but it was I think, the, it, I think it was the middle of it. <laughs> I think it was too, now that you say that, but we had good that, shows. That was that long ass tour too. I think it was like almost 30 days and, 25 yeah. days and 27 days or 27 matches or I don't know. Yeah, that, was, that was the big, that was the longest I was ever gone with yeah. WWF at the time. So, uh, yeah, we had uh, had a good show. We had good shows over there, I thought. Yeah. And, uh, we got on the bus and uh, they always had Jack Daniels on our bus. I don't know why or who put that in their heads. But we had plenty of beer and plenty of Jack Daniels. And we hit that stuff that night. And uh, I think we had a little longer drive maybe that night. And uh, so, of course, the the famous picture of all of us in the back. And Jerry's laying on the floor, I think, or sitting down. Laying <laughs> more like they brought me up. <laughs> and do you remember who took the picture? Uh, Rock. George the Animal Steel. Okay, took, George Animal Steel took that one. Okay. Yes. Uh, and uh, I remember that because he was so pissed he couldn't get the picture, but everybody wanted him to take the picture. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was funny. Uh, Briscoe, he's getting fired up. We're all getting fired up, and he mentions, "Hey, let's go to the bar." Let's. He hollers at the bus driver. Driver, turn this fucking bus around. Go to that bar back here. Half of us are like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then some others like, well, we better not do that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was and a understand Mr. Briscoe's in charge. And he, he's the head dog. He's the head <laughs> Well, I just want to make sure my guys are entertained. You know, those are long periods. Like I said, we've been on yeah. the road a while. <laughs> of course. You know, some of us had his back. We were ready to go with him. He wanted yeah. to go. <laughs> Henry was going to go with me, and Henry finally took me to sign. I think uh, 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 Takers, they talked to that guy, telling him, you know, that tonight's not tonight. You know, so yeah. hey. Henry, Henry and Finnis got me and said, hey, we'll do it another night. You know, let's just go to this hotel bar here. So we went yep. to the hotel bar there. <laughs> we had a hell of a night at that hotel bar, too. Yeah. I remember that. Henry, I remember one night we were on the bus and the next morning, like at six o'clock, we're supposed to get ready to go to the airport for something else. And George Steele gets on the bus. He goes, oh, your guys are already up. No, we're still here. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. We didn't even leave the bus that night. No, never got off. Fans were all outside <laughs> waiting for us. We're still on the bus the next morning. Nobody checked in the room, nothing. We're just on the bus. That was a horrible killing later that day Ooh, everybody, everybody, everybody was on time though <laughs> yeah yeah hey I, I was telling my wife about that we never missed a show we worked we part we played hard but we worked hard we always made yeah. it to the to the show always henry hey, was you was you on was you on the on, on the on the changeover us when we were changing planes and i think it was a one of those German towns where we had to get off and Paul Barrow was there with us and we we're all crushed on one of those little 
trolleybuses that takes you over one from one terminal to another terminal. Of course, everybody had their 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 supplies on them, and and uh, and good old PB man, he had a he had a buddy over there that supplied him with some uh, those chunks of hash. So he was passing those chunks of hash around. All of a sudden, we're all on this bus now. We're terrified, and we look out, out, out coming from this one side. There's some soldiers coming with a big old German Shepherd. Everybody, it's a drug dog. It's a drug dog. And yes. I, poor old Paul takes a chunk of hash. He's about this big around and stuffs it in his mouth because he's afraid, man. He starts chomping down on that thing. Those guys start walking towards us. They get a little bit closer. All of a sudden, they make a 180 and go back the other way. And Paul, now Paul's pissed off because he ate all of his bunch of supply of, of, of uh, candy bars. <laughs> but he was a funny son of a gun the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Paul. Uh, he was the best. Right, Henry, yeah. remember the time on that? I think it was that tour. We're in the back of the bus, and, and Taker says, all right, guys, nobody hit this unless George Steele does. Right. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, too. I re- <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I forget. Do you remember where it was at? No, I think we were in Germany, I think. I don't remember for sure. The The roadies over there were awesome to us. They used to bring us the flour and the hash. And and uh, so we all started. We had it. And somebody was passing it. And, and Taker looked at us and said, nobody hit it till George hits it. <laughs> and, that, and that's what we did. And then after that, everything was good. <laughs> I remember they asked George, they go, George, would you like a hit of this? And you're like testing it at the waters, you know, and George goes, oh, I haven't done that. And I, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'll just try a little bit, you know? And as soon as he goes to light it, it's like a Cheech and Chong concert. <laughs> about, <laughs> about 10 joints light up. Boom! <laughs> Everybody knew they were safe since the, uh, the, the well, agent hit the agent hit it. So that's right. Once George hit, everybody knew they were safe. <laughs> you know they didn't say we're gonna wait until Jerry hits it. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were too late then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were the best tours. They were so much fun. Oh, they were. And uh I'm telling you, even that South Africa tour, I don't know if it, were you on that? I was, yeah. That was a lot of fun. I remember me and Yoko and Savio and somebody else went on a safari over there. (laughs) That was interesting. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Yeah. You got the animals staring at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We are the prey. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that hotel we stayed at. It was kind of in the jungle, and uh, you you look out on your balcony, and there'd be a lot of monkeys just swinging back and forth from tree to tree there, right at the hotel. There it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was I'm over there. Yeah, that cool. was that was a great time, John. John and John, I think after that tour, you went to where Victoria Falls or something like that. Did you? Was that the tour? Yeah, that's when the, that's when Sheik met my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mr. Shaw. Shaw. Mr. Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Were, were you at the go-kart track when John and I turned into Dale Earnhardt and uh, Jeff Gordon? I was Dale I Earnhardt. By, I was Dale Earnhardt, by the way, too. He was Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Oh, Ironhead. Uh, yeah. 
We 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 they gave you were you were there that tour. They gave us a couple. They gave us an afternoon. We were doing a tent show somewhere, and they had it was on fairground. Hey, we got there early, of course, and we all saw this go kart track across the field over there. So John and I, let's go over there. So we all went over there. They were giving these guys these little putts. to John, John, John being a Texan, he is. Hey, give us some fast ones, y'all. So me and John got two of the two of the fastest ones out there. We're out there where we start racing each other, of course. And he comes up and he nailed me from behind, man. Sends me, sends me spelling, man. I'm going asshole over t He's running over the top of me, all this stuff, man. They kicked us out of the go kart course. Imagine that. <laughs> Jer- oh, God. Uh, Henry, I hit him probably going 25, 30 miles an hour. I mean, I hit him hard, too. <laughs> I drove right through the – he was. I was chasing him, and I was going to hit him, and he kept getting away from me, so I ran right through one of the barricades and sideswiped him and knocked him. <laughs> the guy's, guy's screaming, no, you're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, they kicked us out of that go-kart track real fast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, it's funny, Andrew, because about a year or two ago, I had some buddies. I was up somewhere visiting some friends. They said, hey, tell us a wrestling story. And I started telling them about driving down the road and hitting each other, renting cars and stuff. And 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 they're looking at me, and I can tell they don't believe me. And I thought, why would I lie to you? You know, but people, when you tell them stories that happen, people are shocked that it's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And some we can't even mention (laughs) <laughs> you ain't kidding thank goodness on that <laughs> yeah yep. i think we're we all we all have friends that you start telling them the stories and they just look at you like yeah sure sure yeah <laughs> yeah i could yeah. tell they, they didn't but i thought why would i tell a lie i mean you know, i'm telling and i was telling them a pretty calm story about hitting somebody <laughs> going down the road and stuff which we used to do all the time yeah yeah you you mentioned your road with Harley there. Did Harley ever pull that on you where he come up rearing somebody that go to hundred five, hundred ten? No, but you know who did was uh oh my gosh. Oh my god. Hot rod uh Piper. Piper Piper Piper, Piper did that to me in Tex. In, in Texas, right? Yes. Down by Austin. Yeah. I remember. I remember when he did it. Yeah, because I caught up to him, pissed me the fuck off because nobody ever. <laughs> so I got up, rammed him in his back quarter panel. <laughs> where where did, did he hit you from behind? Where did he hit you? I remember when he hit you. He's on Interstate uh, thirty five. I, I remember where it was. Yeah, he it was dark too. We were flying. He come up <laughs> and come over and hit my front quarter panel. He sideswiped you, right? Huh. He did. He hit you from the side. He sideswiped you, right? Yeah, over on me and hit my front quarter panel. So I <laughs> hit his rear quarter panel, and then I backed off. I said, "Screw this! It's going to cost us money now." <laughs> how fast? Were you, how fast were you going? Probably seventy-five, eighty. <laughs> yeah, we were going to the next town. <laughs> yeah, it was near. I think it was near Austin because I remember Tex telling me about it. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think was we're all, either in Austin going to San Antonio or going somewhere, but we were driving going down south. And I, I remember it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Text coming in going. Yeah. 
Tex came in and going, you know, Hot Rod's crazy. I go, that's not news. That is not news. <laughs> Dick, Dick Murdoch and Adrian Donis did that to me and Jack in Washington, D.C. on one of those icy roads one time. We're getting off to, to per, per, turn in a rental car. They just come up the side of us and bashed us on the back end of it. We had a patch of ice. We started spending, we did like $3,500 damage to the damn car. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're there. And, I mean, we're pissed off, of course, you know, because we tore up the damn rental car. We're trying to figure out how we could turn this rental car in without them checking it first, you know. Yeah. We're coming up. And it, it did, it did, uh, did Murdoch a little bit, too. So so we're there trying to explain to the to the rental car people what happened. All of a sudden, here comes Dick and Adrian up. Yeah, sir, we saw these guys. They were going about 80 miles an hour when they tried to get off the interstate there. And they had a patch of ice, and they couldn't control it. They're from Florida. They couldn't control it. And they, they bashed into the, the side rail, which we did. But they're the ones that did it. But Murdoch, yep. of course, is spinning the story where we're driving too fast. We're out of control. That guy just looked at it. Okay, okay. You know. So we, we uh, Murdoch and Adonis actually came up with with, with about three thousand dollars of thirty five hundred dollars that we had to pay off. <laughs> uh, speaking of Dick, how about Dick Slater when he come to WCW, or maybe it was, I think it was WCW. Tex knew him from previous stuff. I didn't, but I like Slater, and we rode with him for a while. We're going from Atlanta, I think Atlanta to Chattanooga. And he's run, he's got this rental car, it's a Lincoln, it's governed out at like 106. And that's what he's doing. So we go through a speed trap. And now we got like five, six cops on us, state, a couple state troopers and, and deputies on the interstate. And uh, I said, man, we are going to jail or he's going, he's going to jail and, we, and we're going to have to take the car. <laughs> but uh, he went back there and come back with a warning. Talk to all wow. these guys, and they knew who he was. I mean, we're in Tennessee, so. Uh, but it was pretty <laughs> cool. But Slater was funny to ride with. Oh, yeah. I, I've told the story. I was with Slater. He just bought a new Porsche, Porsche Square or whatever. We are going, uh, we were in Carolina. We're, every, every week we'd go over to, to one of the beach towns. We'd pass Rockingham, North Carolina. And they always had, the racetrack is there. We could always yeah. see a gigantic door that was open. Every week we go back. Dickie said, man, I'd love to take my new car out of there. No, Dickie, no, Dickie. Then one time we saw that door open. Whoop, there he went. And man, we're in there. We hit one lap. We're pretty good on that one lap. All that we say, start that second lap. We look behind it. There's a damn army of damn cop cars chasing us. He gets up to that deal. He turns that porch right at the exit door there. We man fist held out. We take off. Of course, we're out of town by the time they get around the track there. Yeah. Dickie, how are we going to get home tonight? We're going to have to go the long way. We went back 200 miles out of the way that night to uh, to get home. <laughs> yeah. But he was, he was a crazy guy to drive with, man. Yeah, he was a card. <laughs> Hog, we were in Florida one time. Me and Ron are driving down the road. We see Godfather pulled over with Viscera on the side of the road like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I thought, man, we got we to gotta get over. We got to help them out because we know something. <laughs> they got something they probably shouldn't have. So yeah. we st pull off in front of the cop car. And they're, they're the cop car, and then Viscera and Godfather. Godfather's out talking to the, the police officer. We can smell the weed when we get out of the car, and we're we're probably thirty feet from it. Oh, I my said, oh my god! So we go back there, and I said, "Hey, hey, how you doing?" Godfather says, "Hey, man, the the cop recognized me, wanted a picture," which was actually what happened. 
but you can smell the weed coming out of the car. So I, Ron says, Charles, just get out of here. Let us take pictures with the cop. Get out of here. And so he goes, no, 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 it's good. It's good. He, he, he's, he's been indulging. He's like, no, 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 it's, yeah. fine. it's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah, the cop, the cop has a drug dog in the back of his car. And the drug dog's going, huh? <laughs> it's scratching at the window. That's something. And the cop stuff. looks around and he goes, even my dog recognizes you. <laughs> and let him go. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> It was so it was so much fun back then. The, the, the days of riding the roads like that were just insane. And I know we didn't have buses and all. Where these guys just don't understand the the true brotherhood we all had back then and how close we were. You know, I mean, it's true. You know what it was, Henry. I think I really believe this is that we didn't have anything else. You know, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have internet. We didn't have stuff to do. All Thank we had God. Was, all we had was each other. That's right. That's what I told. Uh, that's what I tell. That's what I told Rikishi not too long ago. And, and Charles, I said we, you know, we didn't have a. We had beepers. We had paid uh, pay, pay yeah. Las Vegas that were illegal as hell. But he got give the boys and uh, yeah. We that's what I said. We had each other. We didn't have a, a computer and a, a cell phone. Thank God we didn't because yeah, uh, well, well, we're not paid back then. I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and we had such a better experience because we didn't, you know, uh, nothing yeah. against these guys. They're, I know they're building a brand on social media that's worth a lot, but you know we didn't have that. But so what? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. trade it for anything. I would not trade one thing from what I learned and went through with all you guys, and you know, it was just it's a treat for me. It brings back fond memories. That's all we got is pictures and memories. But damn, I'm holding on to them. Yeah. Henry, how long? How long was your career? I started in at the end of 89 and hell I wrestled three times in 21 up in Ohio, but With I had a broken I, freaking neck, right? Yeah. I broke my neck in 98. Uh, wow. It was off the road warriors finish, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. such a shame. Uh, you yeah, know, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't stooge nobody out that night. I guess it doesn't really matter now, but I knew I knew uh, Hawk was messed up that night, and that's why I didn't want to do it because I didn't feel comfortable. And Tex even said, well, I've taken it before. I'll take it. And they, and they said, well, no, they want Henry to take it. And then they said, well, maybe we could just go back. Is like the electric chair, you know, with animal just goes down with me. And they said, well, they want to the flip. So we did it, and I broke my neck. Uh. <laughs> But it's all good, you know. It shit happens, and yeah, of course. I, but still, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, because we were just doing the Southern Justice gimmick, just starting it, and you know, Colonel Parker was with us for a little bit, and then Jeff Jarrett. We were I supposed thought to the Southern the Justice gimmick. Was, I thought the Matt, Southern Justice gimmick was awesome. I love oh, it. Oh, that would be so much fun. And, and Rob Robert's such a great guy to be with too. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Colonel Parker. We had him on the other day, uh, Henry, and we talked to him about an hour, hour and a half. We never got past his family because his family is so interesting. I mean, we, we did a whole show just basically on the family and didn't do a whole lot on his career. We, of course, we had his character, different characters during the year, but his yeah. family background and, you know, that full Welsh clan, man, they're, they're hit wrestling history, the whole family is. Yeah. 
I was with his brother a few months ago in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, at a signing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those guys look fantastic, too. They're up in their 70s, man. They look great. <laughs> yeah, we, we sat together at the table and talked, and he lives down there in Tennessee in Pigeon Forge, Sevierville now. I didn't know that. What's he doing yeah. now? Uh, he's, he's such an interesting character. He was a great promoter. He was a great wrestler. I mean, he, he has yeah. a great mind for the business. He's still doing shows from what he's saying. Hell, he wrestled, I think, not too long ago. No, Good I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. How's your How's your neck doing? Does it Does it still bother you? Uh, no, it, it's good. Uh, I do got a torn rotator and torn labrum right now. I went and had a shot two months ago, and I started physical therapy. So I go back to the surgeon next week, and hopefully uh, I don't have to get cut on. That son of a bitch just wore out. All that pitching and the football and weightlifting and all those hilarious me and you threw. So one day you, still <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> and the clothesline that you had to take. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. But I wouldn't take it. If, if somebody, feel free to do it to me. I didn't give oh, nothing to take. That was the whole thing back then. You know, nobody minded you hitting them hard long as they took it just like they gave it. Yeah, yeah, yep. And me and Barry never cared. Me and Ron never cared. You know, just just yeah. part of the business. You know, we 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 played rough, and that yeah, that's what we wanted to do. You know, I'm not I'm not bragging about that. I'm bragging. You know, we came up during a time where that was expected of a wrestler. I mean, to be snugging and be snug. You didn't want you didn't want to lay off. You wanted you wanted to go out and be snug at everything that you did. And I, and I think we all adopted that mentality as we grew through the years there, so which was a great thing, I thought. Yeah, well, that's what I, I want to ask you some. Was How was it working back back then? Was it stiff? Oh, my God, yeah. Everybody was stiff. It wasn't just a few guys. Everybody, Even the guys that worked light was stiff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you got to make it look right, real. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had gorgeous George Jr. He's one of the guys that, you know, he was, wasn't a big guy, kind of like me, just average size guy. But you know, he had that gimmick, you know, of, of being a kind of a, a off character there. But man, even his work, he he said, "I got to work stiff just just to let them know that I I can really go." And he right. carried that mentality around with him. I and he was a hell of a worker, and you loved working in the ring with him. But uh, Georgie, he 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 was a stiffy in the in the ring, but you enjoyed it. We all grew up with that, so it wasn't out of the ordinary that when you worked with somebody right. stiff. That was the great right. thing about it. It wasn't unless somebody was just exceedingly stiff, like you'd run into some of those Europeans every once in a while that still believed, you know, they yeah. they were not only stiff but they were they were stiff. <laughs> that's the way Italian stallion taught me. You know, he's he he was stiff, and that's the way he taught me, and that's the way I carried myself in my career but yeah like i i would take anything i don't didn't you know, bother me henry you were one of the guys that like gordy you, you ran the and, and and stan you ran the ropes hard you know, yeah everything you did was it just there's there's a real art to that and it just it, to me it just looks impressive when you see a big guy that runs the ropes hard that, that runs the ring hard it's just something about it makes people stop and watch yeah I broke him one night in Anaheim working <laughs> in Owen. So the top rope breaks and I hit, I go over luck, you know, always hook the rope 
but it, it helped a little bit, but I hit the side of that apron and I was hurt. So Davey and Owen, this is not a TV tape and it's the house show. They start telling Tex to shoot them off with just <laughs> the middle and bottom row. <laughs> yeah. Ask Tex about that sometime, but Hey, man. you remember, in, I think it was, it was in Vegas, I believe, uh, when Clarence Mason was, uh, with Owen and Davey <laughs> and I'm with, I think I'm with you guys I'm in a six man. I'm in the match. You're, you're, you're in it. Cause you're the one that did it. Uh, Clarence Mason, you know, and people didn't sometimes didn't really like he's standing up on the apron and he's holding up the titles and yeah. for the match. And you hit the ropes right beside him and launched him into the front row. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen i know you've always talked about that over the years <laughs> oh my goodness that was so funny i'm sitting out there jerry you know i'm, I'm you know kind of new around wwe and, and you know the clarence is out there and he's kind of going to business for a little bit for himself and he's standing on the apron and he's holding up the titles that owen and davy have and henry hits the ropes right by him and he's on the apron outside and the rope launches him all the way into the front row <laughs> to see his little big guy go flat <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> Uh, uh, Henry, Henry, you travel up and down the road with Orn a little bit. Do you have any Orn heart stories? Everybody's got a rib that Orn on that stand out to them. Do you have Do you have anything on Orn? Oh my God, there's so many. My mind just goes blank. There's so many, but they run together. But I know we were running uh, those little Canada shows, just like little arenas, and we were working Davy and Owen. This is when Tex really first started up there, and. Uh, Owen would come out with a mouthful of water and hell he'd he'd lock up with you for a minute and then he'd squirt it at you hell he'd come up there one night had a banana in his tights you know he wore the singlet and then he'd come out and he'd have that banana down there and then halfway through the match he'd take it out take a bite or just crazy <laughs> stuff just funny stuff and uh they loved the uh shaving cream I remember we were in Boston Boston Gardens got to wrestle there once or twice before they tore it down but the event people they would walk by with their event nice jackets on and they would drown them in shower uh, shaving cream and they walk around all night with shape big gobs of shaving cream <laughs> them two were something yeah <laughs> they were something else you know what it was i was tagging with owen and davy against uh, you guys and somebody that's what it was i can't remember who it was so Clarence was with us and said that's a oh, oh my yeah. goodness. And Owen would call Davy's spots out that Davy would call in the ring. So yeah. they would call tackle drop down, get it again. So Owen would turn to the crowd and go, guys, they're gonna do a tackle and then a drop yeah. down, and they're gonna get it again. And then they would do it. And, and Owen would go, I told you. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. You know, that's what made our, our locker room so unique and wonderful. I mean, everybody got along, but you got to have guys in there that's got that sense of humor, man. When you got a guy like Owen Hart and Davey, Davey Boy, you know, playing a rib, some of them got a little too serious, granted, but most of them were, were not. Most of them were just what we call fun ribs that wasn't meant to harm or injure anybody, either mentally or physically. But yeah. having, having guys like Owen and those guys in our, in our dressing room, 
you guys were so unique in, in your locker room back then. I, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Yeah, our ribs on each other, like Savio, I got him one night. He had done something to me. So the next week, you know, we used to have that gold bond powder. Yeah. And yeah. y'all remember the metrics? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Savio was in the ring, and me and Tex took his gold bond powder out and put metrics in his gold bond thing, and he got <laughs> <out> the power <laughs> and spurted that shit on, and it caked on him like cake batter. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the kind of ribs we did. Just yeah. stupid, silly boy shit. <laughs> well, we were bored. You know, we we, we had we had nothing else to do except rip each other and entertain ourselves. Thank God we did that. I mean, as we're talking about thirty years later almost. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing a lot of these stories live thirty years like that, you know, and, and it's even more amazing that we've lived thirty years to hear the stories again. <laughs> yeah. I love telling that Paul Bear story about when me and him and Undertaker hit that deer going to Pittsburgh Arena that night. And it was cold, and we hit that thing, and I felt it. Up, I was in the back, and I felt it hitting up under there, and we went about a mile, maybe, and the car cut off. So Taker pulls over, and it wiped the whole bottom of the car out, the gas lines, the tank smashed up. So he says, y'all are going to have to walk up there and, and see, because we didn't have cell phones. No. So we're on that road that, highway going into pittsburgh before you go over the bridge that old highway too right yeah and there's a howard johnson's or something up on the right and it's about a quarter of a mile half a mile up so here's me and paul it's starting to get dark it's cold he's got his cowboy boots on and he's pulling his little bag behind him the wheel bag and and that's how i come up with the name pussy boots because he was so mad So that was that was the we talked about that in the table for three, but uh yeah, hey, when I Paul Bear got mad, he'd get mad for days. Yeah, oh my god, buried it, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey Henry, I, I've always so Bruce Pritchard has a different story, which I oh, I, I love I love Bruce, but I, I'm not sure I believe it. So the brawl for all when Bruce called me on a Thursday or Friday, whatever it was, probably called you the same day and said, Hey, you want to be in a shoot tournament? I said, why would I be in a shoot tournament? And he said, well, we're doing this thing, this brawl for all. And I said, well, I'll be in it. But I said, but you got Shamrock in it. I said, the guy won the UFC. So did Severn. I said, there's, there's not really much chance of anybody winning this except for those guys. And he said, well, will you be in it? I go, yeah, I'll be in it. So I said, I know what you're going to do. You're going to put me against Henry Godwin, the first match. And he said, no, 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 it's a shoot draw. I said, no, you're not. You're going to put me against Henry Godwin. I told him on Thursday, sure enough, I get there. It's me and you in the first match. I said, said, this wasn't wasn't a shoot. This was set up. (laughs) All I could see was two big guys hit each other in the head. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was was actually horrible, that whole thing, wasn't it? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, we had gloves earlier in the day. We're trying to figure out how to use them, and we're actually hitting each other with the glove. We're at, me and you are hitting each other before yeah. the afternoon. And laughing. Hell to do. When, yeah. I just had sinus surgery, so when you hit me for like a month, my whole side was just numb. It was tingly. 
because I just had my deviated. Septum. Oh yeah, yeah. You had had surgery. You shouldn't. Have, you should have. No doc. No doctor would have cleared you to be out there. Yeah. None. They, yeah. Bruce called and said, "Yeah, I'll do it." He goes, "Well, you get five grand a, a match." I said, "Yeah, that's good. I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I said too. <laughs> and I, but I told him, I told him on Thursday, I said they're gonna put me out there against Henry first match, and he goes, "No, no, no, it's a shoot." I get there, it's. Bradshaw Henry Godwin. I said, I told you. <laughs> and I remember we're, we're sitting there in the afternoon. We got these gloves on. We're trying to figure out what to do. And we're sitting there punching each other and, and laughing. And, and, yeah. and somebody says, guys, you guys got to be serious. Vince goes, let them do whatever they want. It'd be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it was. And fun. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the clothesline. Let's get these guys to clothesline. Let's get these guys to clothesline each other. Yeah, they'll, they'll make us laugh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Bruce, a lot, a lot of things were just initiated and done just for the entertainment of the guys backstage too. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. A lot of it. A lot of it was. I remember when they put uh, uh, Howard Finkel versus uh, Harvey Wilpelman in a tuxedo Harvey. match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was surely for our entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> when we shaved Finkel's head when we were Southern Justice? Yes. Yes. He had, he told me the next uh, next time I seen him, it was a few years, because I'd, I'd left right after that because I had the broken neck and I had spinal fusion done. But he always thanked me. He said, Mark, after you did that, I never grew it back. I love my head shaved. <laughs> I like was that. Was that in the garden? It may have been. I know we had the. I think uh, it was. I think it was because I remember that night he came to me and I mean he was in tears. I mean I felt so. I actually felt sorry for the pink, you know, you know my hair. I said Howard, you, you know, you play along with it and it'll go away. I mean they, you know, but if you put resistance on it, everybody's gonna be on you all day long. So yeah. Howard finally just sucked it up. All right, I'm going with it now. But what a trooper he was. Yeah, he loved it too. He said he never grew it back. He never grew it back, no. <laughs> Finkel was one of those guys you'd rib, and he'd tell you that the rib doesn't bother him so much that you know how much it bothered him. Yeah. He goes, doesn't bother me, just a rib, just the boys being the boys, not a big deal. They yeah. want to rib me, that's okay. Doesn't bother me, just no big deal. <laughs> go, it bothers you a lot, Howard. Not a lot. So, uh, hey, Henry, you're out doing card shows and memorabilia and all that stuff now, or what? What? What you up to besides pig farming? This little company uh, remade our—he's calling them dolls. Uh, our little uh, retro '90s figurines. So they're they're coming out this month, supposed to be. They're coming from China. So <laughs> don't chew on. And we do a lot of the signings, and uh, we may be going to the low. Duluth, Duluth, Minnesota, at the end of the month. Bill Irwin's from there. He still lives there. That's right. Wild yeah, Bill, owner up there that runs, and we've been up there to him uh, a few, three or four years ago. We were up there, and right before COVID, so he wants us to come back. So we may be going up there. <clears throat> I'd like to do uh, WrestleCade in, in Winston Salem, so I'm hoping we get get there. Is that the one coming up here, right, in uh, December or November? At the, it's the last weekend of November, always. And it's in Winston-Salem. Right. 
It's a big one. It's a good one. So it's a good one, but the damn thing is the weekend of some of the best college football in the nation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I won't, I won't go with it. Me and the promoter go round in circles every every year. I said, well, let me check your football schedule. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I don't go. I like I like my football because the hell we worked every Saturday for like 50 years, you know, never got to see our football. Now you like Texas, right, Jerry? You dang right he does. He's a God-blessed Texan. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> What in the hell is that going off in the background? I have no idea what has happened. I don't know I, how that, did that. That, that was good for even you, man. What was that? I have no idea how that happened. I love it, though. It, you know what it was? It was Texas. When you finally realized that you love Texas, that's what happened. That's what happens. Well, I'm glad it never goes off in my background. See, Mr. Briscoe? What the hell did you do, man? Now you got it. Hey, hey, Henry, one last story. I'll tell you real quick. You, you probably were there when Danny Hodge stretched me. So we're in Oklahoma and Barry Wyndham and I drive around Oklahoma and yeah. take a picture, a Polaroid yeah. of me going to the yeah. bathroom, going to the bathroom on Briscoe city limit sign of Stillwater and Blackwell, Oklahoma. Yes, so the Sheik and Rikishi and was it Rikishi or Fod, pass us. And I'm out there, and Barry Wendell's behind me taking a picture of me, you know, urinating on the city limit sign. Yeah. And the Sheik says, uh, Brad, is everything okay? And I said, yes, Mr. Sheik, I'm just pissing on Briscoe's hometown. He goes, oh, you're such a fine boy, Brad. And he drives yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hung it up in catering, and Danny Hodge and his brother Jack Briscoe show up and stretch me so bad I couldn't work out for about three months. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> and ever since then mr briscoe has loved texas he's a Texan. you dang right he is he's an honorary texan he's no please to... please don't i burnt my card the minute he got a card <laughs> he got out of oklahoma i don't blame him no. <laughs> now they they played this week this weekend yeah we were talking about when you you're finished we're interrupting our show we talked about college football for a couple bit. yeah that's good be a good game. That should be a great game. A couple good games. You got Kentucky and Georgia. You got Texas, Oklahoma, and AM and Alabama. All, all How about stuff. that Kentucky man? There, that, that Stoops man. He got them, got them rolling again. Boy, they beat hey, Florida. Georgia better bring their A game. They better, they better, man. I, I, I and that Texas looks good this year, huh? They do. They, they finally look like they've got a team that can compete. I don't know if they win this weekend or not they finally got a team yeah they got a good team that sark has done a good job in texas the coach yeah we were just down in lubbock uh three weeks ago visiting family so yeah i, I love texas so does mr briscoe i know he does by god <laughs> <laughs> well henry hey i Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, we took a ton of your morning, and you showed us your hogs. You showed us Phineas girl, Phineas's girlfriend, and everything out <laughs> in the hog pen. And his roommate when he comes to town. That's right. <laughs> and I've, I've been, been look. I've been looking forward to you coming on ever since uh, Jerry said you're going to come on. I just got every time I see you, I smile because I think that much of you. Yeah, well, I love you guys. This means a lot to me. Just us to sit down and tell old stories and and be old friends. The old friend, man. Anytime you want to come on, we're here. You got our numbers. We can we can just text back and forth. 
got those modern things that both John and Texas knows how to text message now. Yeah, you know what, what? we ought to do? We ought to get you and you and uh, Phineas on together, you and Tex on together. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be some Let fun. I'm up for it. I know he is. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I love Tex. Who knows what direction we'll go in then? It Who, don't cares? Matter. Who cares? Yeah, we'd have fun. <laughs> I appreciate hey. it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. You guys keep my number. We'll do. Please.